It's better than yours, damn right. It's better than yours. I can teach you, but I have to charge. Oh, the blood. The Michelada. A, a podcast. podcast. Oh, I didn't join in there. That's okay. You were smacking your head against I saw it. You, yeah. you were you were producing a beat. It's all good. It's totally good. <laughs> sound effects, guys. <laughs> Ooh. We should have sound effects. We should have like a soundboard where if we say certain things, we could just press a button and be like, BOW! Because I like would that like that. noise of like a dick slapping your face, you know that noise? Mm. Um, <laughs> we could, we re- could record that. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say, we could, we could just record that. Yeah, that's fine. That would work. Uh, I'll work on that. Yeah. Okay. Everyone, we have home. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that's very expensive. If only we had a Patreon. Oh, a Patreon? It's funny you bring that up. We just started one. What? what? If you want to help co-produce this podcast along with us, you could sign up to like give us either like monthly small payments or one-time payment to just, you know, mm-hmm. help mm-hmm. us with the little things. We would really appreciate it. We like actually we already have a Patreon subscriber. Yeah. What? It's you. It's me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm giving myself money. Yeah, well, I, I, wa- I want to see the exclusive content on Patreon, you <laughs> yeah. know? Yeah, it's all the exclusives. Like Natalie and I's um, 10-year-old mustache video. Did you it's put that exclusive. on there? I want to. You should. Do it. Yeah. Do it. If anyone wants it. to see what Sophie and I look like 10 years ago. <laughs> but with mustaches. Mm-hmm. I wasn't born yet. <laughs> Dear Lord. <laughs> Anyways, I've been giving a lot of alcohol to a ten-year-old. <laughs> the money is going to be used towards the podcast. Natalie could use some help with, you know, her cocktail fee. Mm-hmm. I mean, cocktails are expensive to I make and produce. So much money, she does a lot of research, actually. Yeah. Every week, she puts so much into this, and we're thinking about making cocktail videos of her, like. Just making the video, the oh, make drinks. That'd be fun. So yeah. you could follow the process and follow along at home. And then uh, we just, well, we're working on getting a soundboard next because we need that. We need sound effects and a mixer. And a mixer, so. We also need a stable recording area. I don't know if you can hear that, but we're actually in my living room. We've just been moving around Natalie's house. We are. We're going to try every room in the but house. Hopefully. Yeah. Eventually, my parents will get real tired of it. Next week, we're back at my place, I'm hoping. Okay. Um, we could try my place. You'll just hear a screaming baby in the back. But I mean, what's new? What's new? But, um, I mean, yeah. I don't have any screaming baby. <laughs> if you would like to follow us, the link will be in the episode description. Or you could just go to patreon.com slash bbmichelada. There you go. Thanks in advance, guys. We love you. Cheers so, to you all. Oh, cheers. Cheers. <laughs> 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 oh.
Clink, clink. <laughs> clink, clink. Okay, we did it, guys. We did it. So how's Mission everyone's week been? Um, this has been the week from hell. <laughs> it, it really has. It's been bad. It's been fucking hot. Oh, the my God. The bugs are out. Hot. It's so hot. I've it's been it. raining in the mornings, but then it's Hasn't like it? almost 100 at night. I yeah. Don't, I don't wake up early. I don't know. Is your car not covered, or is it covered most days? I don't know. I always have water spots on my car. Well, they're this week they're from rain. <laughs> I have worked overtime every day for the last two weeks, which makes no sense because I work at a bank. <laughs> that doesn't make any sense. Lots of, lot, lots of people coming in. Yeah. Like, to, uh, do your banking online, everyone. Everyone. Online banking. It's the future. Yeah, if you need some help, like, I'll help you figure that shit out. You can even deposit checks on your phone. Like, there's no reason to go to a bank anymore. Well, now you can even send money to someone on your phone that doesn't even bank at your bank. Yeah. Like, what's even the fucking point? It's so convenient. It is. Don't go to banks. (laughs) You're just wasting your time. I just have giant welts all over my ankles now. From beating yourself. Yeah. It's been a bad week. Sophie likes a good flogging. I do. Uh, who doesn't like sure. a good flogging? Like this morning. I, <laughs> I didn't want to go to work and I flogged myself. <laughs> but no, really. I went to work and I was like, the only reason I'm coming is because my fave like, work person was going to be there. And then when I got there, I found out she called out. What a hoe. And we were going to be there just as long as each other. And I just felt a little... Betrayed? Hurt. Betrayed. Scarred. Scarred. Um, Bamboozled. (laughs) Bamboozled. It's just... You think you're friends with someone, you hang out... You go do stuff. You go to trivia. You win best title. (laughs) And you know what? And then they don't even show up to work the next day. Oh, wait. That's what I did. (laughs) The next, next day. The next, next day. Yeah. You know, it's just, it's not cool. It's just not right. It's not right. Um, you know, this is actually not a podcast episode. But a therapy session. Yeah. We can do therapy right now. Okay. When I was a child. (laughs) When I was a young warthog. My father used to drag me to Fry's Electronics with him for hours and wouldn't feed me. So anytime I feel like very hungry to the point where I'm sick, I always remember that. What a wonderful memory of your father. And as, um... An association with Fry's Electronics. I also associate the movie Alien with it because the location that we went to had an alien theme. Oh. Um, Is it the one over here off the 60? Yeah. With um, alien themed? Yeah. All the different fries have different themes. I, I, I've i never been inside of a fries. Oh. Uh, you've never experienced hunger. And, and you know what? I'm happy for you. <laughs> Also, this is why I have body dysmorphia issues. 
Anyways, how is everybody else? <laughs> we have a Patreon. I'm sure as you guys have noticed, Sophie desperately needs counseling, <laughs> not us. Oh, um. I mean, I'm doing okay. You know what? I think this is just the effect of our drink today. <laughs> it's just really making me open up. Please, mm. Natalie, tell us a little about today's drink. Well, um, today's drink, I, we haven't said it yet, but our topic is we're continuing with Harry Potter. Harry Potter continuation. And we're pulling away the shroud. <gasps> so today, sorry, I had to take a drink of my drink. Um, I made what I call Polly Juice Potion. Mm-hmm. And it's delicious it is so good guys if you need to follow a recipe from the bb michelada or the body the blood the michelada you have to do our harry potter recipes the butter beer was fire and the poly juice Uh, this is amazing thank you hey did you add any verita serum to this because sophie's opening up more than we want her to the poly juice potion is a (laughs) truth-telling potion isn't it no. Wait, which one's poly? Verita serum is the truth potion. Poly uh, juice is the morphing. Mm-hmm. Oh. <laughs> then my segue made no sense. That's why I thought you were going to say this is Verita serum. That's why I asked if there was something in there. Well, we have the muggle version of uh, truth serum, which is just gin. Oh, that's <laughs> true. That is true. Natalie's dad is watching TV in the next room. Yeah. Sorry, guys. He's living his best life. I don't know if you'll be able to catch it on here because it's not going above the levels. Okay. I think we'll, we'll be when fine. I put it into the program, it should be fine. We'll be fine. <sighs> so, guys, Harry Potter. Harry Potter. <laughs> Harry Potter Part Two. I love Harry Potter. I grew up with it. Same. Yeah. Read all the books. Not same. Went to the midnight premieres of the books. Fell in love with all the characters. Most yeah. of them. Mm-hmm. Went to the movies. Um, dressed up. Yeah, dressed up. Absolutely adored it. We did the trivia nights. Now looking back at it as an adult, I'm like, oh, you know what? Some of this stuff is sketchy. Well, As fuck. I read a quote online somewhere. Someone, no one profound said it. But mm-hmm. They were just like, when you look back at the literature that moved you as a child and find out that it's not as good, uh-huh. like it ruins you. You know like, what? When you grow up with like these books and like even the movies and stuff as a child, you're like, these are amazing. This defined me as a person. And then you look back on them and they're kind of not good. It you know can, like, what? My you. favorite book as a child in middle school was and i'm actually rereading it right now it might be why i'm kind of emotional white oleander by janet finch that's a fucked up book it is <laughs> my favorite book when i was a kid was out of the dust bowl oh that was a good one too yeah. and i also read it around the same time as white oleander mm-hmm. i was going through a lot yeah you were in seventh grade and by I that, I mean, I just, I uh, didn't know how to brush my hair out of my face, <laughs> so I just look constantly moody. My, I, I remember you. You were constantly moody. It wasn't the hair. <laughs> also, like, I had to write on everything with a Sharpie. 
I feel like I wasn't that deep or emotional as a child. I'm like, my favorite I... book series, my favorite book. Was well, a boxcar children. <laughs> no, it was a series of unfortunate Captain events. Underpants. <laughs> my, oh God. I actually never read those, but my I favorite remember. series was a series of the unfortunate treehouse events. Kids. I love them. Mm-hmm. And then after that, I just read all of John Green novels and. Did you see that they're making Looking for Alaska? Yeah, yes, I'm so series. excited. That was actually the first book he sold to be made into a movie. Oh, it's I know. They've been trying yeah. forever. I'm really excited because that's my favorite book. Oh. That was the one I didn't read. Oh, it's so I read good. all that's the other ones. The only one I did read. The only one I didn't read is An Abundance of Catherines. I read like the first couple of chapters and I hated it. I hated I it so much. I could not read Fault in Our Stars. I love Fault in Our Stars. No. I love it so much. I had a thing about and Paper Towns. Is so good. I liked Paper Towns a lot. I haven't read his new book though, Turtle. I haven't the way seen down. the movie. I haven't. I bought it. I own it. I also own his brother's first Hanks? book. I love Hank. I love Hank so much. I think Hank's my favorite of the two, honestly. I think I like Hank's videos more. But the fact that his a voice kind of annoys me, I love like, his voice. makes me love John. And I love his songs. I love the fact that Hank sings, even though he can't sing, but I love Hank his songs. reminds me of, like, if a duck was human. <gasps> you know what Hank reminds me of? Do you remember the show Hey Arnold? Yeah. Yeah, the one that got punched in the face? Yeah, the one that was yeah, always, like, breathing okay. behind Helga. Oh, okay. Yeah, that one. When she's like fantasizing about Arnold, Ooh. but then he's fantasizing about Speaking her. Speaking of nostalgic Nickelodeon cartoons, Netflix is going to release the Rocco's Modern Life movie and the Invaders Zim movie. What? They're coming out next month. Oh, that's. I am so excited. Speaking about Nickelodeon. <gasps> Calvin got a cease and desist letter the other day <laughs> because he had a um, Snickelodeon operation running out of our house <laughs> where he was showing old Nickelodeon for free. Got it. Viacom does um, not mess around. No, they don't. Viacom is very protective of their things. Yeah. 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 How many does that make for him now? Um, I want to say, like, there's probably four a year. Mm. He's going to go to federal prison. Well, I mean... At least he'll get three square mil. I don't think life will change much for him. <laughs> I mean, he sleeps all day as That's it true. is. Just he lives in a dark room. Mm. He'll be fine. He won't even notice. <laughs> I think he will, only because he won't see his dog every day. Uh. Mm. So what are some of the things we've noticed about Harry Potter? A lot. J.K. Rowling is transphobic. (laughs) (laughs) And her tweets bother me. Also, she's never responded to my tweet where I was asking a very important question. (laughs) What are werewolf penises like? Are they human penises yes. or dog penises? Yes. And I even made that question a poll. So all she had to do was click yes click or yes no. yes or no. Yeah. And we know that she's looking at some really fucked up shit on Twitter. Yeah. Um, so she just ignored me. Yeah. A loyal fan. Let's, uh... And it can't be something she hasn't thought about. She's thought about she everything. Knows, yes. That's all she thinks about. Everything and in her life is Harry Potter. So deeply all of her not only characters but the different types of animals and mm-hmm. magical animals in her world. So she knows exactly what a werewolf penis is like. 
flopping in the wind. Are you pretending to be a cat? <laughs> oh, I thought she was doing flopping in the wind penis. Oh. I'm an elephant. Oh. Oh. I thought you were one of those ones from Doctor Who. Oh. Or Zoidberg. Yeah. Woo. So let's tackle the first issue. Let's talk about transphobia. Yes. Um, I think there is a British prime minister right now who is trans. And she, you know how she, J.K. Rowling's like really into British politics and is very outspoken? As she is a British person. She is a British person. She's actually in general outspoken about politics on Twitter. Mm-hmm. And granted, everyone is entitled to their opinion. But she crosses a line when it comes to this certain prime minister because um, this prime minister is a male to female trans person. Okay. And basically, um, well, she didn't say it, but she likes numerous amounts of posts that say that trans women can't understand what it's like being a woman because they have the mind of a man Mm -hmm. and they've grown up with the privilege and stuff like Mm -hmm. that which is shit we're trying to move away from right now i think the first basically equated her to being a man in a dress yes that was the first tweet that people noticed that jk rowling had liked Mm -hmm. that it was saying that trans people were just men in dresses totally fucked up yeah 100% not true i have the quote from J.K. Rowling's PR person after this came out. Ooh, let's hear what they had to say. I'm afraid J.K. Rowling had a clumsy and middle-aged moment, and this is not the first time she has favorited by holding her phone incorrectly. I'm sorry. So Unlike she accidentally- it. She accidentally liked the tweet. It was it was oh. like a it was like a butt like. You know, like you butt call someone like you said. We've been falsely hating JK Rowling. We have. It was a mistake. It was mm-hmm. a, it was an innocent mistake. Also, I've accidentally liked horrible shit too. Yeah, it was totally innocent until they went and looked into her history and saw that she had liked <laughs> like that one time trans we um tweets, you know but on tumblr we reblog the hitler apologist post <laughs> i mean it just happens it on happens. accident yeah multiple times mm-hmm. over the course of months i mean years. to the point where people think we're a hitler apologist page yeah the <laughs> it's so funny how easily <laughs> you can make that mistake the second one they like after that PR statement came out, they went back and looked through her history, and they found one where she had liked a page where it linked, oh, this person, her Twitter is, she's fucking insane. All she ever does is post about how only women have periods, and like, trans men, or trans females, like, are not real because you're born with the generals, you are blah blah blah. And the tweet that J.K. Rowling like, linked to, like, this manifesto that basically said that all trans people are like sex offenders and mm-hmm. they rape people and jk rowling liked that and you, it's really fucked up to me just well because it's just fucked up in general yeah but like you can't tell me that in the entire 
wizarding universe that there was never a trans wizard. I know J.K. Rowling created the universe, but like it expands way past her. You know? Like, the fact that she didn't come out and say Dumbledore was gay until way after and all of these people didn't exist until like her world until way after the mm. fact that the books were written is bullshit. Because like, to me... Well, the wizarding world, they're a lot more open to things than we are. Because they don't have... Well, I mean, there's definitely prejudice, but they mm-hmm. don't have, like, the same prejudice brought on by our religion and shit yeah. like yeah. we do. Well, with the whole Twitter thing, I think J.K. Rowling is trying to be, like, retroactively progressive. Which but she's it, making it worse. She's making it so much worse. Because with the whole gay thing, like, after the fact, and being like, oh... He was gay. Ha, 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 ha. Mm-hmm. See but how then, I am? Yeah, but then when Fantastic Beasts started coming out and having Grindelwald and young Dumbledore in it and still refusing to show any type of relationship, mm-hmm. but then on the outside, her being like, oh, well, they They're had a relationship. Super gay. Where is that relationship? Why isn't it being shown? Yeah. Like, you can't be progressive on Twitter and refuse to show it in your media. No, mm-hmm. I think she, like, gay baits. The yeah. Harry Potter fandom. Yeah. No, because yeah. She knows she, that she a does. lot of the fandom is, like identify yeah. as queer. And it's just like really fully. You know, it's one of those like, oh, you're special, you're cast out. People in LGBT, we always gravitate towards those characters in stories. Yeah. So, of course, you know, someone that doesn't feel at home in their life is going to be like, oh, Harry Potter's. Like me, hmm. I also, I don't know, live in a cupboard. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're also discovering, like, this secret later on in life for yes. some of them. Yeah. Yes. That so changes your your viewpoint of the world. That could be one's sexuality like, or one's gender identity. Yeah, hmm. I definitely think she could have saved the whole cop out of Dumbledore being gay by showing it in Fantastic Beasts. Yeah. She could the story have, was, it was about the perfect Dumbledore. example. It would have been a great time to be like, you know what? It didn't really come out during Harry Potter because Harry Potter the books were about Harry. Yeah. I think but these ones are about Dumbledore. She like, could still it. like save herself cuz how many movies? It's not a trilogy. She said there's like going to be four or five of them. Yeah, there were supposed to be more. Yeah, I so don't know only, if there is. There is. Now. They're still making them. Okay. Yeah. So she could still show it. Because she's writing them. It's not like... So, yeah, I would just argue that this could have been the perfect opportunity. Like, like, hey, I missed the opportunity back then. You know, it was the 90s. It wasn't the time. But now I want to focus on Dumbledore and I want to focus on other characters that could be LGBTQ. Mm -hmm. You know, we could have trans wizards. We can have pan wizards. Like, that would be cool. I want to see a wizard that's in love with, like, a wood nymph or something. (laughs) That would be dope. Or a centaur and a lady. I don't know. Why isn't there more, like, interspecies relationship with There them? are, because there's, like, a lot of species in the wizarding world. Well, I mean, the only of- ones, like, you really hear about were, like, um, with Hagrid and his mom and his dad. Yeah. And then, um, what's his, well, um, Floor being part Vila. Mm-hmm. Just the ones that I guess would be considered like humanoids. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But when it's just like so expansive, is like why the fuck 
Why wouldn't you? Yeah. Yeah. It just is strange. I mean, I'm sure it happened at some point. I mean, it would have it would have happened, but that's how we got. Like, she's not going to write about that. It's just weird about how like such a crazy, in-depth fantasy world is still at the same time just as restrictive as just yeah, like, as the one that we're living in yeah. now. But then again, this is just one person's viewpoint. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And this world has become way more, like, it's much bigger than herself, even. Yeah, I think, especially now with fan fictions, like, I've read some amazing fan fiction of the world. And not just the smut, although most of the smut is great. Smut's great. The smut is great. <laughs> but there's so many people that have ex- taken her ideas and just expanded on mm-hmm. them mm-hmm. and kind of shown you more of what's out there like like the cursed child it's oh yeah beautiful so what a beautiful well thought out world. story oh. clearly this person the love between bellatrix the strange and voldemort is real and lives J- on between J- jk rowling would never mm-hmm. put her name on something that wasn't top quality mm-hmm. exactly i yeah. mean delphi diggory is you know, probably the greatest character of our generation yes. you know and you know you were speaking of gay baiting earlier uh, the relationship between uh, Albus and uh, Scorpius. Scorpius. Like, two, two they were so heterosexual gay. dudes, guys. Two bros chilling in a hot tub. tub. Five, Five feet apart because they're not gay. gay. Like, do the, okay. Like, they were so gay. If they were in that hot tub, they would be sitting on each other's laps. Like, yeah. That's how gay those children are. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. There, yeah, there'd be some gay stuff going on. And then they just and, and then again they gay baited it because at the end he was like I love Froze. Yes, exactly. So dumb. So stupid. That's probably why J.K. Rowling like put her name on that. She was like, Yeah, I love this shit. Mm-hmm. This is just like my writing. <laughs> think it's, it's almost as if I spoke. Thank these God, words. someone gets me. <sighs> Anyways, that's that's just like <laughs> one. <laughs> big issue with the series and J.K. Rowling in general is just so how many things wrong with J.K. Rowling kind of narrow-minded she herself is and had has made her entire universe in mm-hmm. uh, what like, else let's talk about more of the tweets oh, the one so <laughs> I do like that she's always fighting with um Pierce Literally. Morgan, though. Yeah. yeah, well, Pierce Morgan... He fights with everyone on Twitter. He also tried. I yeah. hate him. Yeah. But I think we talked about it last week, the thing with the Jewish student, how someone on Twitter was like, hey, are there any Jewish people at the school? I'm Jewish. And J.K. Rowling, she tweeted, like, three words, and it was his name. It was, like, something Goldstein, Ravenclaw, yes. And, like, that was it. Okay, and that was but, it. But it, he was a background character mentioned in like one sentence in one of the books. So to be fair, like, would there be that many Jewish students? Exactly. Because well, maybe like Jewish by like by blood, mm-hmm. because it could have been like a child That's that was muggle born. Yeah, they were like insinuating like it was the. Jewish so there's race, probably not, not that many not religion, of them. But, the, but because well, wizards be and. Witches, they probably have their own beliefs. They probably wouldn't follow any organized religions. But I think maybe he meant, like, they're Jewish by blood. Yeah, like the Jewish race. Because there would have to be Jewish kids 
Right? I mean, maybe. You can't but, exclude Jewish kids. Yeah. That are magical. But even then, like, J.K. Rowling doesn't have to say, like, oh, yes, there was a Jewish person. There was this person. And then just grab one random character out of her book just because he had a Jewish-sounding name. I would just, like, not even say there was. Exactly. Be like, I mean, there or, isn't anyone by name, but you could always imagine. Yeah, or you could be like, yeah, it was one of the thousands of other students who went to Hogwarts who wasn't named by name in the books. Mm-hmm. I would have just been like, of course. Yeah. It all were welcome at Hogwarts. Yeah, like she could have just said that. But uh, the thing that people were upset about was that she just picked a random student who had a Jewish sounding name. But in the books, it was never mentioned that he was Jewish. It was never part of the story. None of that. Well, to be fair, like, how would you fit that in? Yes. This is Joseph Goldstein. <laughs> He's in Ravenclaw. He's also Jewish. Well, she does that with her black characters, though. She specifically says, like, the race of them. And the same with, uh, like, Asian characters and, like, of other races. Which is why a lot of people had issue uh, when the black Hermione thing came out. Oh, yeah. Well, that, yeah, she does well, make a point of saying who is very black specific races. And, well, like the Patel twins, she makes sure to mention Cho Chang mm-hmm. and uh, make sure, like, they, everyone knows their races, but everybody else is pretty ambiguous. Well, the only one I really remember is Dean Thomas. She specifically says he's black. Yes. Which Lavender is why. Lavender Brown, too, was supposed to be black, then all of a sudden she wasn't. <laughs> That's true. In the book, she was to start, which is like, and that's the thing. Like, she doesn't need to specify who's black, white, Mexican, or anything. But the fact that she does for specific characters is where people get upset. Where she starts retconning things in her literature to be like, oh, this person was actually Jewish. This person was black. This person was gay. When she puts no traits to them in the book, but will specifically put. Sorry, guys. But she'll specifically put traits on other characters. So why does she pick and choose these things? And like I said, I think she's trying to be retroactively progressive. She's trying to appease to everyone when she doesn't need to. I think when she gets on Twitter, she just has, like, word vomit. She definitely has word vomit on Twitter. I mean, Grin, she's free to say what she wants but at the same time because as big of a public figure as she is she needs to understand that the words she might be putting out on twitter have an effect on so many people she doesn't need to say everything that's on her mind which brings me to one of my favorite tweets ever about the plumbing situation at hogwarts (laughs) uh that she felt the need Oh, it wasn't even her. It was under the Pottermore account, but J.K. Rowling wrote it that before Hogwarts adopted modern plumbing, wizards would just relieve themselves wherever they were and use magic to vanish the poop. And You're just, like, walking through the highlands of Scotland and, like, a big turd hits you in the face. <laughs> well, I'm just saying, like, are you just sitting in your class? You're like, so, how was the... <laughs> Did you have any good... Did you finish the homework? I'm sure they didn't just, like, (laughs) poop in hall. It literally said they would stop and relieve themselves where they stood. (laughs) That's why I feel like there's so many, like, head cannons that I've seen about wizards discovering, like, muggle technology and being amazed. Yeah. 
Wait, like I, the thing about the like the ones that are about like the internet and stuff like that. Uh huh. Thermoses. Once again, word vomit. We don't need to know about the bowel movements of wizards in the past. Why is that a thing? Cell phones. Maybe she's just getting old. I'm going to tell you random nonsense. <laughs> she's like, did you know the wizarding world loves Donald Trump? I'm sure they do. <laughs> I, for uh, one, I don't care about her Twitter. Like, I understand that it's problematic. Um, but I just chalk it up to, like, her just being crazy, crazy. and still wanting her 15 minutes mm-hmm. of fame. Even though it's always in her grasp. Like, she's always going to have it for as long as she lives. She, our generation's going to hang on every word she speaks. Yeah. She wrote for Harry me, Potter. the most problematic things are the way she handles, like, men in her books. Mm-hmm. The privilege is ridiculous, and this toxic masculinity is insane. Yeah. Like, Harry cannot handle emotion at all. He gets angry and just screams at people, and he runs has, a shit bag. Runs a shit bag. He's terrible. Severus Snape is a character that I do reeks not, of toxic masculinity. I do not understand why people see him as this. People like, like idolize him. I He's such him a bleeding he's such a, heart. He was a good guy the whole time. He was in love with Lily. I hope that in the afterlife, he and Lily are together. And it's like, no. does Lily want that? No. Lily doesn't want him. Like what? They she had like a little James. childhood crush at the age of like nine and then you just let that dictate your entire life entire life to the point that you become a nazi over it and then when the girl that you had a crush on dies you're a dick for the rest of your life you never move on then you're an asshole to her son yeah and then two generations random kid you're just horrible neville he hated neville just because his parents gotta live and harry died yeah and then he was always horrible. And we're just supposed to forgive him in the end? No. He was a dick. He was always mean. Who's mean to children? Yeah. I am. <laughs> yeah, you're a horrible person, too. If you were in a J.K. Rowling book, you would probably be Umbridge. Oh. I'd rather you not say that, because <laughs> I know we're going to be talking about her in a moment. <laughs> and also... I don't torture children. I just, I'm mean to them. And I love cats. That's that's the only thing we have in common. The only thing we have in common is I also hate and torture children and love cats. I also worked at the Ministry of Magic for a time, but come on now. The parallels are are too I also um, collect the uh, magical body parts of famous horrors and use them to decorate my door, so... Uh. But that's where the similarities that's, that's like end. I don't understand why you would make these connections. That's it. I did. I held the Slytherin locket around my neck for a while. While I mean, I, was I look like ministry, a frog but woman, but like that's where it ends. I'm, I'm, so I was like hunting muggle. <laughs> I'm obsessed with pink. Okay, get over it. It's 2019. Yeah. So I was taking away paperwork from documented. <laughs> Immigrants. Whatever. It's not the same. So what? I confiscated a few brooms and chained them up. Who hasn't? There yeah. you go. 
I make my own rules and enforce them like Nazi camps. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. fine. It's what we should do. It was the law. Exactly. I won't teach children magic. They shouldn't know how to protect themselves. No. Against what? Against what? Come on. If you teach them, then it's just inviting that kind of negativity. Mm-hmm. 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 So, what what happened to Umbridge? I, it's, it's, it slipped my mind. So, earlier I did mention that she, J.K. Rowling put a lot, a lot of thought into these Harry Potter books. Mm-hmm. And, of course, we all know she didn't invent most of the animals. They existed. And they have their own long stories and history. Keep that in your brain Mm -hmm. while I tell you a story later. Because that's very important. So, with Umbridge, I mean, first of all, Umbridge... Umbridge's mother, I believe, was a muggle. Yeah, big shock, guys. So her mom was a muggle. Oh my god, like my mom's a Mexican. Yes, just like that. Her dad was a wizard. Um, Her brother is a squib. Oh. Yes, her little brother was a squib. And when her parents divorced, she went with her dad and completely cut off the muggle side of her family and her brother. Wow. And just treats them like they don't exist. And that's when she started working for the ministry. And after the ministry, she wouldn't even mention them because she was so ashamed of the muggle. So she just kind of, like, hid that away. So she's also a hypocrite. She's a piece of shit. As most racist bastards are. Yeah. So, um... So, like I said, Umbridge was working at Hogwarts. Mm -hmm. And we all saw, if you watch the movies... Her get dragged away by centaurs. Yes. Do you guys know any of the history on centaurs? No. Tell me more. They're sex fiends. (laughs) They are sex fiends. They're also known for raping humans. Uh Uh-huh. And that's exactly what happens to Umbridge. It's even implied in the books Mm -hmm. that she gets raped by a herd of centaurs. And then Harry and his friends make fun of her for it (laughs) because the whole school knows what happened. Yeah. It's like, I'm sorry, I would also hate the shit out of your school and magical animals after that happened to me. No matter how horrible of a person I was. Yeah. If you were dragged off and raped by a group of centaurs. By a bunch of half-horse people? Yes. From the mind of J.K. Rowling. From the mind of J.K. Rowling. It also makes me sad how nonchalantly she just kind of, like throws out things about characters mm-hmm. like oh well this person actually has a horrible sad family <laughs> like McGonagall yeah like McGonagall's life is just sad and she's an old spinster whose family was horrible and they're one of the I think they're called the 26 it's like 20 there's only pure blood family there's only 26 in the wizarding world uh-huh. All other families have like crossbred with muggles yeah. or have blood. I'm also a bad Harry Potter word. <laughs> Muggleborns in their families. Um, poor McGonagall. She just wanted to do what was right. You know, she saw her family and how they were horrible, and they hated muggles and Muggleborn. Her grandpa was even tried to, to pass a law where you could hunt muggles. Well, yeah, crazy, and so. She's like, I don't want this life. 
I'm going to go and teach at Hogwarts because I want to be able to teach anyone. Like, everyone deserves an education. Mm -hmm. And when she went, um, when it was the first Wizarding War, she didn't join the war. But she did help teach the wizards. Uh -huh. She ended up losing both of her brothers to the opposite side. Oh, and then well. she was just like a sad, sad lady whose family threw her away. That's so sad. Yeah. You're just like, why does <laughs> everyone have to have such horrible families? Because we all have horrible families in real That's life. That's true. My dad, he, he let me starve at the Fry's Electronics <laughs> with the alien theme because he couldn't decide which computer parts he needed and which was the better deal. Mm. I mean, I would also make you starve if I was looking for a computer. Mm. I was mm. just so hungry. Do you like shopping online? Boy, do I. But do you also like savings and getting cash back? I do. But you don't want to hassle with trying to send things back just so you can get a rebate or save a little coin? No, I'd, um, I'd rather die. Same. If you fall into any of these categories, you should look into Rakuten. Rakuten? The way it works is you could go in on their website, look for the online stores that they work with, and you could shop through them and automatically get rebates just for your regular purchases. Or you could install the toolbar extension and it will do it automatically with their partners. Automatically? Yeah. That's so convenient. What? So convenient. And it will give you cash back automatically via PayPal or it'll automatically apply any coupons that might be available. Ooh. Amazing. Amazing. If, our, if you use our code today, which will be in the episode details below, um, you could get $10 back on your first $25 purchase. Wow. wow. Rakuten, everyone. Rakuten. Are you a millennial? Yes. Are you living that gig culture life, going from every side gig to side gig, just trying to make a little extra coin? Yeah. 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 If you have a little downtime, why not try Slice the Pie? Slice What's the Slice pie? the Pie? On SliceThePie.com, you get paid for your honest reviews. Ooh. You can review uh, music. You can move review clothes or you can re review ads all you have to do is leave an honest thorough review and you'll get paid anywhere for a few pennies to 50 cents wow and you know what if you have the time that money adds up awesome so check it out sliceofpie.com use our code below to get started by below I mean the episode details the episode details episode Details. 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 Was the house elves. Yes. And how they're slaves. Mm hmm 
And nobody cares. No. The only person that cares is Hermione, and she's constantly teased for it. And she cares for, like, a book. She cares for a couple, because that's what leads to her kissing Ron. But well, in the books anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But she's well, yeah. And then in the movies, like uh, Spew, is, they don't even bring it no, up. No, never. It is not mentioned. Nothing about Spew at all. But she sort of just drops it, and I'm well, because they start paying the house elves in the in Hogwarts. Do they start paying them? Mm-hmm. Remember, because that's why that one girl gets drunk all the time. Mm. The one winky girl. Winky. Yeah. I thought it was just because she was depressed. Well, she is depressed, but they're no longer slaves. Oh. Uh, I, I forgot whose slave she was, them. but she was, like, really sad about being mm-hmm. let go. I'm going to bring up the an article from Pottermore. Mm-hmm. Um, Do you know who brought the house elves to Hogwarts? Who? Helga Hufflepuff. Oh. Hufflepuff. Ah! She actually did it to be kind to them, though, because she thought that was a better life than mm-hmm. them being, like, indentured servants to different families. And they ended up being indentured servants. I mean, they're still indentured school. servants, yeah. But yeah, it was Helga Hufflepuff that brought them. They still use her recipes to this day at Hogwarts. Wow. She was a, she, her magic, she was known for being very good with magical food. Aww. And she and Rowena Wavenclaw were best friends. That's kind of cool. Mm-hmm. So there's an article on Pottermore about Spew. Okay. And it basically, it's a debate. It gives the pros and cons of slavery. Okay. And Let's hear him. It's kind of terrible. Throw some pros at me. So, <laughs> let's go over the pros. <laughs> um, there's not much. Um, like, you don't have to do your own laundry. Well, no, I mean, like, the case that it gives. Mm. Like, when it says... Because it's basically just like, oh, like, I guess they would be happier. Like, look... The, they mentioned Dobby a lot. They're like, look at Dobby. He was a free elf. He was happy. And I'm kind of like... But was he happy? Was he happy? And it's like, it wasn't just Dobby. Um, the... Cons is where it gets really weird, especially Hagrid, because when Hermione talks to Hagrid about it, mm-hmm. Hagrid is literally like, oh, well, they've always been slaves. Why would you want to change anything? They're happy as slaves. Just let them be slaves. The end. Well, I mean, there you go. If it's from the mouth of Hagrid. Exactly. Why and would you want to change things just because they've always been that way? Like, the the cons for Spew is basically that the house elves are happy. Like, they want to be slaves. Okay, but they don't know any other life. Exactly. And then they do mention Winky about how she's depressed and she does nothing but sit in a chair and drink, and drink. butter beer all day. Yeah, she gets smashed. Yeah. And that's not good. And even, okay, Creature mm-hmm. is fucking demented. He talks about how he can't wait to be decapitated and hung above the mantle in the black house. But I think Creature is a different situation as well because he's basically brainwashed. Exactly. And then when Harry and Ron are finally, like when Harry's finally nice to him, Creature changes. Yeah. I was so sad for Creature when at the end when the when Harry never went back. Mm-hmm. And he was going to make him dinner, and he was so excited yeah. to finally be, like, useful again. It's sad. 
Not yeah. that like he should live a life as a slave. No. But you know, treat him with respect. I mean, I just think it's horrible. All of the the house elves. I and don't then, even understand why house elves exist. Exactly in, this world. in a magical world where you can just like wave your wand and create just take, like too much effort for them to be like exactly mm. because the house elves are still using magic to yeah. do things they're yeah, they creating the food magic. because Hermione didn't even know there were house elves for, at Hogwarts for the longest time because they're behind the scenes and they use magic to bring the food in and out and yeah. do the cleaning do all this stuff it just kind of like appears on the table so why that was another point I saw if the magic can be done behind the scenes like why and it's even- super easy why in the movies are like the women always depicted as like cooking the food and doing the housework when it's just a wave of the wand? Yeah. Well, Miss Weasley's house like up? is bewitched and does the housework. But yeah, Miss Weasley doesn't work. She's like she's a house up. But why? Why exactly. do they even have housewives? It's super weird. Mm. And then a lot of the times the the owners of the house elves they'll like in some of the books they bewitch the house elves to do what they want them to do in case they're too scared they use the imperious curse mm-hmm. um i forget what the example was it was during the wizard cup oh it was winky and it was oh that's right winky was barty crouch yeah it's mr crouch he uses the imperious curse to make winky do something poor winky yeah it's horrible These horrible slaves and then you would think J.K. Rowling would learn her lesson mm-hmm. about maybe not having terrible slave representation in her books. Uh-huh. When she revealed Ilvermorny, the American house, you'd think she'd get a little bit better on the subject. No. So, as we all know, Ilvermorny has... I'm sorry. The American wizarding house has slaves <laughs> in it right now? <laughs> Are you fucking kidding? Well, okay. Didn't we have a whole war? <laughs> so, the... Oh my God. Slavery didn't happen, Natalie. God. Oh, my mistake. I'm so sorry, guys. I mean, J.K. Rowling also rewrites history in her wizarding world. I'll talk about that as well. I just have so much to talk about. So, I just want to focus on Overmorny. So, there are four main houses. It's Puckwudgie, River Serpent, Thunderbird... And a fourth one, which I... Hufflepuff! <laughs> I can't remember. Oh, it's, um... No, I can't remember. It doesn't matter. It's stupid. So, Puckwudgie is named after a, a creature. The Puckwudgie, which is native to the area. Okay. The founder of Overmorny had a Puckwudgie. So, I guess the legend is, like, if you do something for these creatures, they become indentured servants to you, because they want to repay the favor, even if they hate you. Like, it specifically says in her writing... Even if they hate you? Yes, that even if they hate you, they're still loyal to you, because they feel like they have to repay the favor. Slaves. Like, they're slaves. They are enslaved to their owners. (laughs) And... Like, I'm not trying to say we're better than the British in any sense. We're not. But I would at least think we wouldn't have slaves. Well, this was in the 14th to, like, the 17th century. Okay, but... This is this is pre, pre-America, so this isn't even America. This is pre-colonialism. Okay, so let's say that's fine. 
What about now? Currently, there are still Pukwudgies. Exactly, at that's the what school. I'm saying. Yeah, like, yeah. But, why currently do they still have slaves? Well, they don't consider it slavery because it's just what the Pukwudgie do. Yeah, I'm sure slave owners didn't consider it slavery yeah, either. Because the Pukwudgie just want to serve, they just want to help you. Apparently, the original Pukwudgie, who was with the founder of Overmorny, is still serving at the school. He's hundreds of years old, still serving at the school. Sally Hemings consented. <laughs> I just Wonderful. don't understand. And that's not the only horrible problematic thing with Overmorning. I could keep going. So when J.K. Rowling first Please unveiled, do. when she unveiled like her story of Overmorning of the Wizarding World in the Americas, uh huh. She basically stole a bunch of stuff from Native Americans. Native Americans. Mm -hmm. She came out and she was like, this is how it is. Like, these were Native Americans. They're... Uh, and then she talks about skinwalkers. She specifically mentioned mm -hmm. skinwalkers. I remember this. And she says, like, oh, they were evil and they were all this stuff. So, yeah, I and remember then, that whole thing because they were... Like, you can't just steal from Native Americans. I want to read you... Garbage. A tweet. Fuck her tweets. Um, please, please read me a tweet, Grandfather. So when they released this, or when Pottermore released like the writings of Overmorning. Does no one like review her stuff? I don't. Does she know. run her own? <laughs> it's just a blog spot, and she's just typing. She's like said. <laughs> Wizard like poop DM on the floor. Said like. <laughs> no, people do. This is okay. So someone asked on Twitter and said, "I'm a little confused. Can you help me? Were I'm the Skinwalkers evil or not, or were they uh, simply Animagus?" J.K. Rowling responded, "In they're my the devil, and she, <laughs> they're the devil. That's Fuck the devil, Skinwalker. Baby. <laughs> Skinwalker. <laughs> Fuck that baby." So she replied. In my wizarding world, there were no skinwalkers. The legend was created by nomadges to demonize wizards. So in her little messed up history, she's rewritten Native American history. The skinwalkers don't exist. They're not in any lore. They were created by those fearful of wizards. What? Yes. So... She's taking, so she's just calling Native Americans liars? Yes, but it's her wizarding world. That's her excuse. Like you had said earlier how like she's taking these creatures who have real backstories and real ties to the real world, and she's just sort of shoehorning them into her stories. The same with this. She's taking and borrowing. Which, this is like straight-up cultural appropriation. Like this is the yeah, definition say, of cultural appropriation. It's one thing to say, like, oh, I made this up when you did it. But she, to then just be like, oh, all Native Americans are that's fucking right. she liars? She could have come up with her own lore. Yeah. But instead, she, she got lace. stole from Native American culture. because, And then said that they retroactively stole from yes. her? Yes. But it's her wizarding world. It's in her world. Oh, that's that makes it all better. Like, guys, but she can, I'm not saying anything bad. I'm just saying, like, in my world, they're all exactly. liars. Exactly. And she continually does this, but she speaks directly about, like, the Navajo Indians and how 
they were in the area. So she's taking real people. Yes. Real tribes, real lore, real stories, and real history of these people. And twisting them into her own thing. And then calling it her story. And this is my life, guys. You're just she living like a spin it. And she's like, welcome. If you want to read something. I just understand why she could have just been like, why, yes, I took inspiration from the stories that we've heard from the Navajo people, blah, 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 like. Why did she have to be like, oh, well, this is my wizarding world, and in it, things are different. Even if she said that, like, oh, well, in my world, this is how it happens, she could have just stopped there. She didn't have to say that in her world, people were lying mm -hmm. and taking her stories and twisting them yeah. to what they want. Like, you could have just been like, oh, well, in my world, this is how it happened. There's a really good article where I took some of this from. In my world, you guys are all a fit in my imagination. Oh. Okay. Um, on Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm so glad J.K. Rowling now gets to be on that website. Yes. Uh, there's an article titled Magic in North America Part 1. Part uh, 1. Of 8. <laughs> Basically. Um, what's the author? She's Adrian K. Anyway, she wrote a very long thing, like picking apart everything that J.K. Rowling wrote about the Native Americans. Um, basically how she just sort of did her own thing and doesn't really care no. about anyone. Or like any of the lives that she's stealing from. And the fact that she's culturally appropriating. Mm -hmm. But, you know, we all love her. She's a problematic fave at this point. Yeah. And it's really hard. And like I was saying at the beginning of the episode, I think it's mostly because we grew up with these books. Like, in a time where we didn't realize the shitty things that she was doing. Because we were just children, like, reading these books or watching these movies, and they were entertaining. But we didn't yeah, it's see... like when you grow up and you realize, like, oh, you know what? My dad's kind of a dick. Yeah. I didn't notice it before, but he's a little racist. Mm -hmm. Or, like, my mom's an alcoholic. <laughs> They're not. I'm... That's just examples. I'm sorry, Mom. My dad's selfish and starved me at the front. <laughs> <laughs> Monica Lewinsky wasn't just a power-hungry bitch. No. She was sexually assaulted by the president. Yes. yes. We grow up and we learn these things. We and move we on. We grow as people. Like a whore. Yes. Collectively, as a country, we were like, "How could she do this?" But it was the How other way around. No. How like, could he do that? He's the president. What are you going to do? Tell him no. Exactly. She was a very young intern. Like, what, I she have like, a short blurb about Monica Lewinsky. Let's hear it. Is that Let's she's do best it. friend with Alan Cumming? No, but I knew that. Yeah. Okay, go on. But, um... So, in, like, third grade, which is when the Monica Lewinsky scandal hit, um, uh -huh. we had to design our own, like, journals by, like, cutting out magazine pictures and taping them on the front of them. Yeah, like, a serial killer message? Okay. Yeah, and I guess I, like, found, like, a People magazine that had, like, just a bunch of pictures of Monica Lewinsky in the different outfit she wore. Mm-hmm. None with the dress. Okay. 
and like I put them all over like the front of my journal because I was really digging her style. Mm-hmm. My teacher, because she was gonna go laminate the front of this journal and then make it into a journal for us, conveniently lost it. Aww. <laughs> I because I'm pretty sure she hated Monica Lewinsky. I had the same assignment when I was a kid. We had to make a journal and like put pictures and stuff on the mm-hmm. front. And when, was it Misfortune? No, I never had Misfortune. Mine um, was um, Miss Misfortune. Yeah. I just like the name Misfortune. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, I just I never got that. <laughs> I didn't either. Um, she should be a fortune teller. She should be a fortune teller. Or a psychic. She taught us all how to say hello in different languages. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so when I did my journal was Sabrina the Teenage Witch was really popular. Mm-hmm. And so I put a bunch of like Sabrina the Teenage Witch like flying on her broom and like above a city and stuff. And my teacher thought it meant that I had issues and that I wanted to fly away. And I got put into therapy. <laughs> so that's journaling for me. This it's- is what happens when like third grade English teachers think they know better. Yeah. No one put me into therapy. Yeah, and you even, even though they starved me <laughs> at the fries <laughs> electronics. <laughs> no, I got put into like therapy with all the weird kids. It's to the point where yeah, I can't go it. to that store and not <laughs> feel sick. Did you get put in remedial English? <laughs> no. They were like, you can't, you can't be with the normal people. You're no, so but they put up. me. Do you remember that girl Amber that used to start fires all the time? <laughs> yes, I hated her. Yeah, I was put into therapy with her, <laughs> and then Danielle Garcia. She was in therapy with me. And I remember some, she used to tell me about her therapy sessions. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, I don't know. I'm having like a great time. Guys. And I'd be like, like how is your, like, do you have any friend? And I'd be like, no, I don't have friends because I lisp and I stutter and I'm in therapy. Like, you think other kids want to hang out with me? No, no. I think I'm mental. You know, why we became friends with Natalie, me and Danielle Garcia. Mm-hmm. Natalie had a playhouse in her backyard. Mm-hmm. It was dope. That's, that's a good reason, though. Yeah. That's why I'm your friend. Because of the playhouse in your backyard. I thought it was because I always provide the alcohol. That too. And salsa. That's a bonus. Yeah. Where does salsa? Mm, cunty bitch salsa. <laughs> cunty bitch. That's it. Also, you know what really bothered me about the Cursed Child? More than anything else. More than the two kids that were obviously gay that Mm. that never came true was that Hermione was just treated so poorly. A character that we love so much was reduced to like, if she had never married Ron, she would have just been like a sad spinster. Yeah. Like her life, the only fulfillment was because Ron was a part of it. No. If she hadn't married Ron, she would have become the Minister of Magic. She would have done so much. She it's had, because she married Ron that she was held back. Not according to that book. Okay, well, Christian. According to that book, she just became like a mean ass teacher. I can't wait to see it, but it's a piece of shit. Yeah. It's a piece of wrong shit. It is a piece of shit. Smelly piece turd of, of a play that we're gonna see in January. Just a steaming pile of shit on the stage. It's gonna be magic. But it's gonna oh, look really oh. cool, y'all. Spotlights on the sparkling duty. <laughs> okay, so last week we were still talking about Harry Potter stuff. Um, uh, did any of us lie about anything? 
I did not. I think I felt too passionately about it. I think so, that we just... I mean, a lot of it was, like, theories and stuff. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, it could possibly not be true. But they're real theories from our and other people's heads. Yeah. So it's real in that way. I said mine about the Dursley to all, but been confirmed by J.K. Rowling. Oh, okay. Well, that's good. Um, mine has not been confirmed by J.K. Rowling. However, J.K. Rowling will confirm anything you tweet at her. She won't tell me about the werewolves. I she know, won't she tell won't. us about the werewolves. Um, everyone who listens to this, tweet at J.K. Rowling right now, demanding answers. We need to know. We need to know. We need a Pottermore article written up about this. Yes. Like, ten paragraphs, at the least. The Anatomy of minimum. Magical Creatures. Yes. Oh, that could be a book. Exactly. Once Newt's commander finished mm-hmm. Fantastic Beasts, mm-hmm. he did Fantastic Generals. Like, <laughs> just the next stage. And where to find them. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, that's our next project. Fantastic Generals, where to find them. Grinder. Right. Tinder. We solved it. Yeah. So follow us on Instagram. Facebook. Facebook. Tumblr. Tumblr. We's on the Twitter. We's on Twitter. I'm on Twitter. At BB Michelada for everything except Facebook. It's the body, the blood, the And Michelada. if you want to follow my personal account where I t- tweet about the podcast a lot, it's That's Sophie J- Jazzy. Sophie J-Z-Y. I don't know. I changed my name because I didn't want people following my old account. Got it. Um, you can follow all of our personal accounts. We link ourselves in the podcast. Yeah, you can actually, we're all connected to the Instagram if you want to follow any of us personally. Um, I only ever post about vegan food or plays that I I just want them to get a Twitter so more people interact with me. Because only like a handful of people think I'm funny. Yeah, interact with us. We're all funny, I think. Please talk to me on Tumblr. Literally no one. All I have are porn Porn bots. bots. I don't run any social media, so I'm not talking to anyone. Slide into my DMs. Ooh, slide into all of our DMs. Yeah. Hit me up with some cool stuff. I don't know. Let's do something. You want to go on a date? I'll you. Yeah. Let's hang out. We can hang out. Let's do a hangout. Let's plan one. Um, Ooh, let's do back our backyard shows. I'm down. Ooh, that would be fun. We're going to run out a civic center and do a live show. <laughs> uh-huh. uh, let us know if you would be down to it. Juanita Trujillo, hook us up. Do it. Um, like we already mentioned, we have a Patreon. It's BB Michelada. We're trying to buy new things to we make the quality of this podcast better yes. and our content. So if you like us, give us some money. Like literally any amount of money. We will be happy. Just support us, please. Please. We and if like you personally can't, for whatever reason, donate or you, you just don't want to. Blackmail your relatives. Blackmail your relatives. To giving money to us. And make sure to share our podcast. Let your friends know. If you think they would enjoy our humor, share that with the world. Yeah, share our podcast. Reach out to us. You know, mm-hmm, if you can't mm-hmm. donate, we would still love to hear from you. That's mm-hmm. true. I get really like happy when people mention my podcast and that they listen to it and then like I do my little like smug smile 
And people are just like, oh, look at you being Lola all proud. at work said she listened to an episode. Yeah. Her, she listened to the Founding Fathers episode. Aww. The Founding Fathers. She said we were very funny. Yeah. Aww. So she's, I hope she's still listening. I hope we haven't lost her. All right, guys. If um, you know, you know. Get out of my house. Yeah. Um, I live here now. Squatter's rights. Well, you can stay in this room, but I'm going to go to sleep over there. Mm, mm, uh, okay. 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 See you next week, everyone. Can you sleep on top of your car? It's much cooler out there. No, I think the cat has that. No, not like that a, car. The other car. Oh, okay. Can you put like a blow-up mattress outside for you? Okay. okay. That sounds nice. Or some blankets. Just lay them on the lawn. Okay. And then around 4 a.m. when the sprinkler goes off, that'll be nice. Because <laughs> it'll be really hot by then. Yeah. yeah. It's oh, nice my God. Little. It's been so hot really early. So I hate hot. it. It's so terrible. Uh, Get out of my house. Bye. 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 <laughs>